0: day everyone i am tony PN. and in this episode we have some blatant osha violations like not even close cat smugglers is it people smuggling cats or is it cats smuggling things also toilet snakes please don't stop listening please don't stop listening because of toilet snakes and then we follow that up with uh, trouser snakes. I'm going to warn you that last last segment's a little, uh, a little mature, a little adult, a little not safe for work. Speaking of not safe for work, this is Tony P. Oddcast. So Shannon, who watches the show, who listens to the show, I don't know, one way or the other, she checks out the show. She reached out to say... I got to be honest, I just missed the beard. And I get it. That's all right. A lot of people miss the beard. A lot of people miss the beard, especially the ladies, but also some of the fellas. The beard is just missed, and I get it. But, you know, all the all the, all the the barbershops are closed with the COVID thing, and it was hard to maintain. And it's the summer. It's like 300 degrees here in Georgia, so I had to shave the beard, you know. Let, let some of y'all see this pretty face, but do not fear the beard will return. So we go now to the owner of a fast food restaurant, Carl's Jr. in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. I don't know they had Carl's Jr. in Alberta. For those who don't know, it's just Hardee's and Hardee's is just Carl's Jr. I don't know why or where the dividing line is, but it's literally the same company. Some of you might be, like, well, it's a Carl Jr. It's just Hardy's. It's the same star and everything. So I don't get it. I need to look into that. Or if you know, hey, anyone out there work at Hardy slash Carls Jr.? What's the difference? Why? Some of them have a place called the Green Burrito. It's like an add-on. I I don't know, man, but that's besides the point. The owner of the restaurant was barred from his own kitchen due to a number of unsavory health code violations, which included using his Forearm to stir a bucket of barbecue sauce. All right, so when I read that, I was like, "What do you mean his forearm? They—that's not somebody must got their body parts wrong." But y'all, there's a video. There's a video out there, and my man's not. So you know those like big vats of sauce and things. It wasn't just that he put his hand in it and did his whole. He is elbow deep in the barbecue sauce, and it is utterly disgusting. I don't go to Carl's Jr. Hardy's that much. And, and I know this is just a one-off, man. It's not all of them. I, I know they don't train their people to stick the elbow in the barbecue sauce, but it has turned me off. It has turned me off. Also, he was handling raw chicken with his bare hands. And then there was the chicken tender he dropped on the floor and didn't throw away. Y'all, how do you... I don't under... I just don't understand how you do that. The Carl's Jr. owner, Jack Webb. Yeah, that's his name. Shame him. Had his unhygienic actions captured by an in-store security video. In the video, he's seen without gloves, forearm deep in a large container, stirring the barbecue sauce when he should have been using a spatula. This was among the first of no fewer than 10 food safety violations caught on security camera. You don't know that I think about it. I already recorded all the intros for the videos and the podcast. I don't I don't think, I actually don't think food safety is under OSHA. Eh, my homie works at a grocery store. He'll let me know. I, I just, I don't know what the food safety organization is. OSHA, I think, is, I don't know. You know what? Whatever. It's all under OSHA. So a former manager at the restaurant turned Webb in. He said, I've never seen anything like this. If it wasn't an owner, he would have been fired instantly. There wouldn't have even been a debate in the video. Again, my man's using his arm. Yes, his arm to mix the barbecue sauce. An employee tries to hand him a spoon like, hey, here you go. We don't use our arm here to mix food. Here's, you know, a tool. And the dude's like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to continue to use my arm. First off, second off, third off, I don't want barbecue sauce all on my arm. I don't like stuff on my hands. I don't like greasy food and i eat greasy food but i don't like it on my hands i don't like when sauce is on my hands my face that's just gross to me so i don't know how he could just be arm deep in the barbecue sauce also you, you, you you know i'm sure you went to a class some sort of class or training before you opened a fast food restaurant you know you can't do that it's not like oh man i didn't know i thought it was the fridge was supposed to be at 32 it's really at 33 i give you that but you just put your arm in the sauce, you know, damn, well, you can't do that. And there's more. Separate videos show Webb dropping a french fry scoop on the floor and then using it again. Then another time he dropped a chicken tender on the floor and put it back in the warming tray. Like he just don't care any- That that's where he's at. I He clearly who is his Webb? What's his name? Jack Webb clearly does not care about anything anymore. To be fair, Carl's Jr. Canada called the improper food handling unacceptable and in no way represents Carl Jr.'s commitment to safe food handling. And I get that. I really do get that, that it's, it's, you know, this one guy doesn't represent the entire chain. But once you see the video, there's no turning back. You can't you can't unsee that. Cats, you know, the stage play that that ran 100 years in the movie, that was horrible. I don't like them. I'm not a big fan of Cats. I haven't seen the musical, but just Cats in general, like, you know, I don't wish them harm, but we, we go our separate ways. Well, here's why. And I just, and I, I just, I don't trust them. They got that face. They got that face that makes me think they're up to something. So there was a cat detained at Sri Lanka's main prison while allegedly trying to smuggle drugs and a cell phone SIM card. Well, he escaped. Also, you don't have to say alleged. It's not, you know, you don't you don't want to ever blame things on humans until they're guilty, but it's a cat, man. Did did the cat have the drugs on him or not? I don't want to hear the cat was holding the drugs for someone else or it was on his way to its friend's house. Anyway, the feline was detected by jail intelligence officers at the high security Welakata prison. A police official said nearly two grams of heroin, two SIM cards and a memory chip were found in a small plastic bag tied around the cat's neck. But it escaped. <laughs> it was in a prison room where it was kept and it. Escaped. There's no immediate comment from prison authorities. Of course, there's not. You're supposed to be a high security prison that yeah I get it. I get they're not normally known for keeping cats, but come on, you're top flight security of the world, and a cat gets out. What, like, did someone just open the door? Oh, open the door. Sorry. Did they try the thing? Did they do the? Did they open a bag of treats? Did they shake the treats? I feel like they didn't try. Funny enough, and here's probably why the prison doesn't want to respond, they had reported an increase in incidence of people throwing small packets of drugs, cell phones, phone chargers over the walls. Sri Lanka is battling a major drug problem with some anti-narcotic detectives who were also implicated in selling drugs. It's always the inside man, right? Wrong, because just last week, the police seized an eagle. That was allegedly used by drug traffickers who was distributing narcotics in a suburb of Colombo. They got these drug animals now. And I've heard of people hiding drugs and animals, but they're like doing the deliveries. How? Who? Who's training these cats? That's what I want to know. Have you ever, has your cat ever gotten out and you're the person that it loves and cares for? It still won't come home. Who's training cats? Like, here, go bring this to whoever. And then come back to me, and don't take it off your neck. They're out there. There's some Sri Lankan cat trainers that we need. We need on our side of the government train these cats. Do something instead of scratching up furniture. Yeah, I hate cats. I said it. I said it. You guys may be unsubscribing. You may not want to have anything to do with me after this. Again, I don't hurt cats. I just don't like them. For one, they're smuggling drugs. They're not helping the problem. They're they're making it worse. Two, they kill babies. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've read enough about it where they sit on small kids' faces and they suffocate them and they steal their soul. Haven't you seen Planet of the Apes? Wait, no. Wrong movie. Haven't you seen Cat Eyes? Isn't that what it was with Drew Barrymore? Cats are stealing baby souls. I was not ready for this next story. This is something I had seen on the internet and always read about and people were always afraid of, but it was one of them things I legitimately did not think could happen or had happened because it just seemed so silly. Even then I read the article. I had to do some research on it. Like, did this really happen? But there's pictures. I believe it. Y'all this happened. This is real a Colorado woman was terrified when she looked into her toilet and saw something shocking. A snake was coming up out of the toilet toilet snakes, y'all toilet snakes. I can deal with the flying snakes. We talked about that on an earlier episode, because at least you can see it flying at you or carry an umbrella or something, you know, that's on you. You can, you, you can defend yourself against a flying snake but what can you do? We all have to use the toilet. What do you do when there's toilet snakes? Damn it. 2020 enough, enough. Miranda Stewart of Fort Collins. You know what? This is a real lady. I looked her up guys. I looked her up on Facebook. It's in a, it's in a neighborhood community group. She was using the restroom at her apartment. When she made the discovery, I used the restroom, like went to flush and everything. And it wasn't going down. I looked, leaned in closer, and a snake head slithered up. Burn the whole thing down. I don't know. I do not know what I would do. I, But I, for starters, I would cry. I would cry. Like, I can't even explain. I have never cried at the level that I would cry if a snake came out of the toilet. Who do you call? What do you do? You can't call your friends. I wouldn't. They would just make fun of me forever, and I would cry more. Stewart said the discovery reinforced a longtime fear she once thought to be irrational. Fair. I thought it to be irrational, too. Literally, until yesterday when I saw this article. It's actually been one of my fears since I was a kid. Stewart shared photos of her apartment's maintenance man extracting the snake from inside the commode. If anyone is afraid of snakes in the toilet... Apparently, it is a very real occurrence. I've never been so scared in my life. I didn't know what to do. I, uh... So say I was this woman's boyfriend, husband, whatever, and she called me up and said, hey, hey, Tony, there's a snake in the toilet. My response would be, we're breaking up. I'm not dealing with that. I am not physically or emotionally prepared to deal with a snake coming out of the toilet. I've just, no, I'm sorry. I'm sure she would understand. Hey, what'd you guys break up? Well, I had a snake in my toilet. That's another thing. I couldn't ever go to her house ever again. How do you go to someone's house, rest comfortably, kick your feet up, take your mind off things when there is a snake in the toilet? You don't, you can't, and that's why you burn it down. So come to find out, she thinks it may have been someone's pet, through the apartment complex or the college nearby, and they believe it's a corn snake, and it was pretty calm for being stuck in a toilet and having someone scream at him. I don't care what kind of snake it is. It's a nope snake. Nope. The reptile and non-venomous corn snake was adopted by the maintenance worker, Wesley. I took him home, and my wife was very happy with me, and we named him Boots. He is our little guard snake. You know what? I'm legitimately happy to hear it turned out well. I'm glad they didn't kill the snake. Nothing bad happened. It's it, it's now Boots. Boots is watching the house of Wesley. Man, that's awesome. But I'd still burn it down. I'd take, it caught, arrest me. I'm sorry. Your Honor, there was a snake in the toilet. I arrest my case. All right, so I have to admit, this one is a little more um, a mature, adult than I normally cover on the show. But it's scientific, it's real life, and it's it's very fascinating. But you know, if you have little kids, uh, you may you know may want to watch it first, let them rewatch it, or, or not share this one with them. Um, so yeah, that's your warning: graphic content. Now, with that being said, my friend Amanda said, "Hey, I saw this story and thought of you." I don't know. I was like, what, what, what does that mean? Why would, you, why would you think of me with this story? What made you read this, which I'm about to tell you, and go, oh, that reminds me of Tony. A dad in the United Kingdom who lost his penis after a severe blood infection is now the first man in the world to have a new penis built onto his arm. So, yeah, that's what's going on here. That's why it's a little graphic for, for young viewers. Uh, but it's real, it's scientific, and I, I think it's legitimately fascinating. But I still can't figure out why Amanda said, Oh, penis arm, that's my man Tony. No, guys, if you're watching the video, I'm showing my arms wearing a short sleeve t shirt today. Surgeons gave Malcolm McDonald, 45 years old, a newly rebuilt penis, but delays have meant he's had to live with it on his arm. For four years. McDonald, a mechanic, can't wait for his $100,000 appendage. Uh, It was funded by UK's National Health Service and was meant to be transferred where it should be, below the belt. But he still sees the funny side of having it hanging from his arm and revealed he also calls it Jimmy. Of course, it's mad, mad meaning crazy in England. Having a penis on your arm, not even I'm used to it, but when you think about it, it's actually amazing. I'm I'm kind of, in all sincerity, guys, I'm really there in the amazing part. Uh, it's definitely odd news, which is why it had to be covered, but it's also legitimately interesting. The, the fact that they can make me a new penis at all is incredible. But they build it onto my arm, which is mind-blowing. It looks like something out of a weird sci-fi comic. So in case you're wondering, you have to be wondering after that, right? McDonald lost the appendage when a long-term blood infection turned into sepsis, and it sent him into a complete panic. He actually is a separated dad of two. He turned into a recluse and started drinking a lot. He says his life really fell apart because he had no self-confidence. I mean, you know, that, that would be legitimately tough. That's a hard thing. No pun intended. For someone to have to go through. Um, And he he said here he just kind of stayed to himself. Didn't see family and friends. And and just started drinking. You know, that, that stinks. I feel for that dude. But then they sent him to Professor Ralph. An expert in phallus construction at London's University College Hospital. And they gave him a glimmer of hope. So the arm graft procedure was meant to take up to two years. As surgeons chose to build it onto his left arm and allow it to form natural skin and tissue. Dude, this is crazy. There's a, a, a like a little chart a cartoon, basically, that shows they start with some blood vessels, they add a little bit of skin, and they put it on his arm, so the arm, much like a regular body part, then builds skin and heals and grows. He said, after everything I had been through, it didn't feel weird at all. It was just a part of me. He did say he had to wear long sleeve shirts yeah i i I do think it's great but it's still hilarious to me how do you you just got a thing on your arm how do you how do you casually bring that up how do you non-casually bring that up how do you say anything that leads to oh by the way of course people ask him about it when they see him in the pub and people make jokes yeah look dude this is a this is a psa to everybody out there i love you all i really do And I hope nothing but the best for each and every one of you. However, if there comes a day, and hopefully it never comes, hopefully you never have to go through this, but if there comes a day where you have a penis growing on your arm, I have no choice but to make fun of you. I'm sorry. I almost don't want to, but I have to. When else would you get an opportunity to make that joke Or to make fun of somebody. I can make fun of you and still wish you well. Never forget that. And just know, no matter where you are, if the day comes where you have a penis on your arm, I will be making fun. So what had happened here to wrap it up was that McDonald was unwell after the two-year procedure, which meant his final surgery uh, to move his, his arm thing to his legs was delayed. And then there was COVID. Uh, But hopefully by the end of the year, the surgery will be successful. That very well. Now, that has to be the oddest story I've covered yet. And it may be um, a little while till till something odder comes along. But rest assured, I'll definitely keep an eye out and I will certainly let you all know. If you got this far, please rate and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. That would be great. If you want to support even more, you can check me out at patreon.com backslash Tony P. Oddcast. We will meet again soon. But until next time, you may have had a bad day at Toilet Snakes, y'all. Come on. There is your day. We've all been through some stuff, but I promise you, you didn't have Toilet Snakes. Oh, did you? Did you, by chance, happen to be one of the people listening to this? You're like, you know what? I've had Toilet Snakes. Okay, then arm penis have you had that one so you may have had a bad day but i'm telling you it could be a lot weirder